Hello, hello, everybody in the Fight League Atlantic community. My name is Brad Sullivan. I'm pumped to be here with you guys today. And we got a couple wicked guests. We're going to do a little duo there. So we got Owen Warren popping on. And then we have Dawson Sampson. So we interviewed Dawson's um, opponent there the other day. So it's going to be cool, right? They're both judo guys. So it's going to be, uh, I'm super excited about this. So today's sponsor is BC Kimonos, www.bckimonos.ca. Not a spelling bee champion like I was in grade two, so forgive me if that was a little bit wrong, but there we go, bckimonos.ca right on the bottom. Guys, go check that out, man. Show some love, show some support for people that are supporting the Fight League Atlantic. This thing is, it, it's it's bigger than us. Fight League, these guys are doing it well. So anytime you see this come on, go ahead, snap it. Put it on your story. Shout out to these guys. Let's get this podcast bumping. Let's get all the grappling tournaments bumping. Let's get all of the Fight League Atlantic stuff bumping. Let's do that. Let's support local. So without further ado, let's get our guys on. Let's start. Let's start talking. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Yourself? We're good. We're good. Over on this. Over on this way. So, uh, you know what? Which one is which? Oh, hold on. Let me see. You're Dawson with the hat or the white hat yeah. on. Okay. Okay. Dawson got the white hat on. I was gonna say I seen a picture of you there earlier. So kind of. So you are fighting at 140. Is that where you guys are coming at? Yeah, we're doing a catch weight at 140. Okay, so who's coming up? Who's coming down? Uh, from my understanding, I think he's coming down. I'm coming up. Uh, I was originally planning to fight at 135, and um, I'm not sure if he was my initial opponent or not that we were looking at fighting at 135. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he his team request 145, so – my coach went back and forth with them and he said 140 so yeah that's the thing when you first start out fighting and whatnot like this is your first fight right like and yeah. it's a lot of times you end up doing catch weights or it's just you know there, there's not a, as many opponents there right off the bat right so uh, let's introduce owen over there on the uh on my screen's far right so what's going on owen how you doing buddy i'm doing pretty good how about yourself i'm good my man i'm good so you guys are both from the same team correct Yes, sir. Yes. Nice. You guys are beating each other up all the time. Huh? Basically, every, yeah. every day. I love it, man. I love it. So you're fighting Rob Logan, Redbeard. Yes, sir. Awesome, buddy. So he's coming, and this is another one. He's coming up a little bit because you're you're a big boy there. We can't, you know, you guys kind of look like you're the same weight on when we're on TV is a, is, is a hell of a thing, right? Or computers or whatever it is. You guys don't look like you don't look like you're 215 and he's fighting at 140. But hey, obviously, that is what's going on there. So, you've watched some of Rob Logan's fights. You're ready for this? You you pumped up for this fight or what? Oh, I'm excited. I can't, I cannot wait. Nice, man. Nice. What? So, let me ask you each individually. So, what what goes on in, um, I know, man, listen, everybody's grinding, everybody's training, going so hard. A lot of physical stuff that happens in there. But what's the mental side of things that, you know, you guys can 
answer this separately or kind of go off of each other if you want. What's the mental side of the preparation that happens with you guys there? Because um, you've competed quite extensively before there, uh, Dawson, in, in judo, if I'm, if I'm not uh, mistaken there, correct? Uh, yeah, me and uh, Dylan Shepard both have uh, very similar uh, criteria and credentials when it comes to uh, competing. Uh, we both went on the like can the game circuit going through nationals, provincials, and stuff. Only thing he fought at a PEI when I fought at a Newfoundland. Yeah, awesome, awesome. My son just popped in here, so this is this is reality TV here, guys. So he just popped in here. No, that's awesome. So he fought there. And what did you find like like leading up to this type of thing? Do you find it's any different? And are you finding that you know you've got to get your mind, keep your mind right? And I know for me personally, when I was fighting. That it's a huge, a huge component of it was I really started to embrace the, the mindset of everything that you needed to walk into the ring, as well as the, the physical attributes that you had to practice and whatnot, right? Like breath work and visualization, right? Is that something that you guys are both utilizing or? Oh, yes, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? There? What about yourself there, Owen? Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Like practicing it daily. Nice. Nice. So what's take take me through it? What are you guys What are you guys doing there, anyways? Right? What What is a day in the life of uh, the guys from Evolution St. John's look like right now? Obviously, there's not a lot of food involved, but that's all right, right? <laughs> yeah. Who wants to take me through it? What's, what's the day What's the day in the life look like right now? Um. I'm not really sure how to answer that because uh, you know how it is when we're you first starting out, you don't want to give away too much of the game plan and what you're doing. Sure. Let's just so. keep, it, keep it super casual on, on the answer on that one there. Um, obviously you guys, you've got the judo background. Uh, what's uh, you've got a wrestling background. I, I, uh, I hear there, right? Oh, yes, sir. So here's the thing. When you got the background and something, a lot of times you want to prove that you've, you know, you can do other things. You've already done the wrestling. You've already done the judo. Your guy has already done the judo as well. So I expect that at least Dawson, I expect that you guys are going to be doing a lot of standing, standing up and banging uh, just because that's usually what happens. Like why tie up with the judo guy? Why, why go judo against judo when you guys can, you know, drop bombs on each other and, and the crowd go wild, right? What do you think about that? It, well, it could go anywhere, really, because from what I've seen from his interview, he was uh, he was doing a bit of boxing and striking here and there, so he definitely can strike along with myself. Uh, and we could glitch up and we could choose to grapple and see who's the better judo competitor, right? So it could go anywhere at any time. I think we're both ready to take it where it could go. So it's going to definitely be interesting whether you're a striking fan or a grappling fan, so. Hundred percent. What about yourself? There. What what kind of things do you see popping off in your fight, there, Owen? Uh, I can, I I know he's a boxer, so I'm just I can see there being a brawl. I can see it going to the ground. I can see it going either way, really. Sweet. Yes. So you guys are just ready for anything that pops off right now. Yes, so let's you know what we don't want to give away all the secrets. We don't want to do that. You guys got your secrets, sauce, and I respect that fully because you know what used to think the same thing i was like listen i don't want him knowing everything about me what i'm gonna do right so faking left and going right what's uh what do you guys do outside of it what's what do you do for are you guys full-time uh you guys out of school you guys full-time what's what's your guys life like 
So I'm a I'm an LPN, um, and I work mostly in uh, Happy Valley Goose Bay, Labrador. Um, but uh, I just recently got back into school because I'm doing my BM. So majority of the time when I'm not training, I'm studying. So what's the BM? What is that for all the people that uh, don't go to school there? You know, not that I was one of them, but you know, uh, just my bachelor's in nursing, the degree aspect. Nice. No, that's awesome. So Happy Valley, Goose Bay, that's up in Labrador, but you train in the St. John's, right? Yeah, I'm going to St. John. I'm out here living in St. John's going to school. I'm originally from Labrador. So I grew up in a small town of like 500 people. And uh, as life went on, I moved down to Goose Bay, finished up high school. And that's where I got introduced into the judo. And then uh, later on, after I did my uh, licensed practical nursing program, I moved to St. John's to do the bachelor's uh, a registered nursing program. Yeah. So you were still competing in judo along the times that you were going to school for all that type of stuff. Is that correct? Oh yeah. 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 What, when, when did you like, when did judo kind of start fading? And obviously you still utilize that in what you're doing today. Cause listen, that's a, such a, you know, it, and if you watch the last interview, I even said that too. Like it's, um, it's a tool that isn't, I don't even know how to say it. Not that it's not like res respected enough, but like people don't think about it enough. They're like, okay, jujitsu wrestling, but man, yeah. you high up and you start throwing people. I've been thrown before and it's, 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 it's hard to, uh, it's hard to come back from. Right. So when did judo start kind of like fading and you switching over? Um, well, so my judo started fading. I think when I started my first couple of years of, uh, university, uh, so I competed, started judo 2010, and then I continued with judo, I think around 2018, but uh, the competitive portion, I suppose my judo career kind of ended around uh, 2017, uh, was my last official competition. Okay. What competition was it? Where were we I did uh, Atlantic Open in PEI, actually, yeah. Oh, so sweet. I fought at, what did I wait till? I fought at minus 80. 83 kilos. Okay. So, cause there was no one showed up for 73 kilos. So I moved up a division and yeah. How'd that go for you anyways? Uh, well, it was my last tournament in judo for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I ended up uh, breaking my shoulder and I had to get uh, surgery on that after, but, wow. uh, that was, that was almost five years ago. Now it seems like that was only a couple of years ago, but uh, that's done and over with, and we're looking to for, move forward with the new, uh, new direction in my martial arts career. So, and a new shoulder. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, Owen, what about yourself, buddy? Like, let, let's give us the background outside of outside of walking into the gym. Who are you before you before you get in there, man? Like, what's what's going on there? You got a family? You got that? You you working? You going to school? Uh, at the moment, I'm still going through law enforcement school. I graduate later, I think this summer, and then yep. whatever happens from there, happens from there. Yes, so law enforcement. What's what's that's super vague. That's super vague. So what is what does that do? Like, what do you do when you get out of like law enforcement? Is that like you're going to be a police officer, or is it like corrections officer, or or is it anything? Am I even in the right? Yeah, I was I, I was thinking about going into something more like RCMP area. So, yeah. And then just going in as a, like a cop and stuff like that. I mean, 
it's not a bad way to look like he, it's definitely a, a really kind of like secure position too, for sure. I mean, we're always going to need cops around here. That's for sure. Right. So that's one thing we can all uh, guarantee. I think that I knew a few people that went in like the RCMP way and uh, don't you have to, a lot of times I see a lot of people, they go to Saskatchewan or they get posted out there for a couple of years and then come back. Is that kind of like a prerequisite type of thing that happens? Right. Yeah, usually you go up there for like, uh, I think it's like six months training camp, and then they can post you anywhere in Canada. They'll they'll take in consideration where you live, and then the, the, you may end up where your hometown is, but you may end up on the other side of like the country. Yeah, so they take into account, and then they post you wherever they want, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, think about it too. If if you're in a I, I – I can see the perspective where it's like, here, we'll put him back in his hometown. And it's like, you know, you know, all the people there. So then if you're writing tickets or you're, you know, getting uh, people are getting in trouble and stuff like that, you're like, Tim, come on. What the fuck? Are you doing? Right? You're out here drinking and fighting people at the bar since we were kids, right? You gotta give that shit up. So it makes sense they post you somewhere else, right? What do you guys, uh, so listen, what do you guys, uh, I want to ask you some questions on it. What's the, uh, I know you guys are both there, you're visualizing and you're seeing the wins there and whatnot. What's the best piece of advice that, that you guys had moving into your martial arts career? Either one of you is going to answer. Well, we'll, we'll go on to the next one. The capers and new fees. What did Justin just say? The capers and new fees are drinking. Drinking the place out. I love it. Justin McKenzie, that's my homeboy for sure. What's like a good piece of advice there, even if see, you could give it to some of the kids coming into it? You know, maybe even just like, hey, man, like the, 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 where they should start or what they should do or anything like that. Um, so I suppose uh, the best piece of advice is to be patient and, and just enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. It's all a process. It'll all happen. It'll work its way out, and you're all on your own in the like unique roads. So that's a good one. That's actually really good. That's a really good piece of advice there for sure. But yeah. I sorry, my son's in the background. Jack, just give me two minutes, okay, buddy? Give me two minutes, big boy. Okay, it's almost done his work there, right? So, you know, and I think that people want to rush everything, especially right now, you yeah. know, social media is like that. Like, it's just kind of made this era where everybody's like, fuck, man. Well, it's almost like the instant success type of thing. You see yeah, something. everyone wants instant gratification, right? Exactly, right? So I think that what you said is super insightful, and that would be something that I would tell some of the youth coming up as well. Man, just be able to see past that hump in the road right because you're looking and you're trying to get there and sometimes you can't see the end goal and you don't even know where it's going to take you right um oh and what about yourself buddy what's something what's a good piece of uh advice that you could think to just even if you were looking at yourself back at, you know a few years back like what, what would be something that you would say to yourself or the youth coming up Definitely agree with what Dawson said as well, is trust the process. Don't expect anything to come right away. You know, like this is a very tedious sport and it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort into it. So really just crack down on it and trust the process the whole time. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Trust the process. That's kind of what I'm hearing. That's consistent with the both of you. And I think that is, that's a big thing. Like, because you got to think about it. People are super consistent. There is some people out there. There is some crazy motherfuckers out there. Sorry for my language that are super dedicated. So it's like, you have to stay consistent to your craft and to, to what you think you're going to be able to do. And if you don't, you don't really give yourself the full benefit of, you know, like you only, you only half ass it at that time. And it's not fair to yourself. If you're like, I got a dream, but then you're kind of, you beat yourself up a little bit before you even get there. Right. So staying consistent is, is, is massive. Right. Um, what's the hardest thing for you to do and stay consistent with that you think would give you the most benefit if you did it and why uh diet diet i love my sweets i have a hard time like this whole fucking time all i've been thinking about was cinnamon rolls and carrot cake like those are two things that i want with cream cheese uh icing on top like that's it and i love it that's that's my biggest complaint right now that's it man you know what and like statistically and just kind of like how it is like normally you you want more carbonous food and stuff like that when you are super like you're you're pushing yourself to the limit your body's like give me stuff give me stuff yeah so you're sitting there you're 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 well you're drinking some water to try and curb this curb this sensation Easy um what about yourself there owen yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's just I'm cra- like the cravings are just crazy right now. I just want to be able to have a pizza and some sweets and just oh. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It is crazy, man. It's such a tough thing to do and do the diet part of it, but it's 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 so crucial. And I would say one piece of advice that I would give to people that are kind of new into the diet game, remember this fact. The diet has to go until the fight is over. Mm, right? yes. this, is the most, this is a very important piece of information because what happens, and I've seen this time and time again, and I even have done it myself, is after the weigh-in, okay, let's go, right? It's go time. Yeah. Right? You sit down and, you know, you're, what's that, buddy? It is. And I, sorry, his mom's in school right now and I'm, I'm watching the kids while she's there. But um, so I've done it myself. After a weigh-in, I'm like, okay, it's time to eat. It's it's time to grind. And you're there with people that have kind of watched you starve yourself, for lack of a better word. And they just want to be there with you. And they're like, okay, let's go. Let's eat. Yeah. I know. I, I did the same thing before in my judo career. Like, I used to cut weight, and then after I get off the scale, I'd be like, where's the barbecue at, right? Where's the buffets? And I eat myself sick. Hey, Brad, you doing okay, buddy? Sorry. I mean- no, 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 I'm sorry. So you, you guys are all doing a great job. I, I'm sorry uh, you're having a little issue there. I, do you want me to take over? For a couple minutes, maybe. Just give me two, Give me a couple oh, minutes. No worries. Okay. Uh, so many questions set up, but we'll wing it. Hey boys, welcome, welcome. Hello. Well, yeah. So uh, basically, I guess uh, mentors. Anybody uh, who you guys have kind of, you know, who've guided you through this process. Like, obviously, 
Actually, let's cut it back a, a little bit. This whole show is called Fight League Exposure. You guys talked a little bit about it earlier on, but how did you kind of get involved in judo, and, and how about you, Owen, for wrestling? How did either one of you guys start in the sport? Um, so myself, for judo, I uh, um, I moved down to Goose Bay in around 2010. That's when I first started judo. So uh, I was always interested in martial arts and fighting, and I was a rambunctious kid. I was kind of like, getting into stuff that I shouldn't have been and challenging bigger people and stuff. And so just parents threw me in there, gave me some kind of focus guidance, you know, to kind of direct me in life. And I feel that the actual, the coaches at the Happy Valley Goose Bay Judo Club is very good for that community. And they really help direct youth and children that could be up to a lot worse than what they actually are up to. So big shout out to them. Nice. That's that's a wicked answer, honestly. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Owen? Now for me for wrestling, I started back in I think when I was thirteen or fourteen. And I was hooked immediately. It gave me something to train for and strive towards and every competition I just I was all for it. Whether I either competed or just sat there and watched it. I was hooked immediately. So you did compete before Like you've had, you've got a pretty uh, good background with, uh, with competing and whatnot. And wrestling is like grueling for like weighing in and stuff like that too. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. I had a lot of teammates that were very lighter than me and they, they would always go through the hard process of the cutting the weights and like the, uh, do, like doing cardio and all that. Yeah. And then I would just be a heavyweight just sitting there at my weight, ready to go. Yeah, just chilling. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, they're like, fuck you, Owen. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's awesome. What kind of gets you guys going when you're down? Like, what what is something that motivates you when you're down? Because hey, motivation, we all know. I don't care what anybody says. It comes and goes, man. And it's and it's tough, right? So like, even through your judo and your wrestling, like, what Owen? Why don't you kick this one off? What even through your wrestling or in through this camp? What's something that's kind of kept you going there? When you need a motivation for me really is the, again, with the process is just thinking of the process. Okay. This is one step to get closer to a bigger goal and then it can branch off to multiple different things. So it's just that constant idea of, okay, you get past this hump, then there's going to be another one that you get to strive and work towards. Definitely. Definitely. What are you saying there, buddy? Uh, so at first with the whole judo aspect, I was uh, mostly motivated because I wanted to like just I had some goals that I wanted to achieve, like get to the Canada Games. I I wanted to, at one point I wanted to uh, get into the Olympics and stuff like that. Uh, it didn't work out all the way as I seen it. But uh, after that uh, portion of my martial arts career was over and I came into the MMA, a uh, big thing that keeps me going like every day is knowing where I come from. It's like I come from a small community of like 500 people and. People don't have much, so. Yeah, I respect that for sure, man. That's huge. Like fight, fight for pride and whatnot, like whatnot as well, right? So, yeah, man, that's huge. And here's the thing: like, <clears throat> um, I've seen a lot of fight organizations and stuff like that. And FLA, man, I like I keep plugging them out, but like they're doing a lot of really, like, really good things. These guys have so much background and experience in promoting and getting the shows up. They're 
they're newer into this into this side of things, but they've been putting on like really well uh, promoted jujitsu things for quite some time. So these guys, honestly, like they're having great matchups and they're pulling people in from other places. Like really, you know what I mean? Like you could have a super high level fight with these guys. And I think the potential that is going to come from FLA being super consistent, like they are going to be is that eventually it's going to be one of the, uh, one of the type of promotions that could potentially feed into uh, the UFCs and the Bellators and stuff like that. So I think you guys are in a super unique situation there. If, if you stay consistent and just stay banging and, and, and keep on doing your thing there. Right. Um, is there anything you guys, any, like anybody that, what belt are you in judo? Sam Higdon. Uh, so I'm a brown belt. I uh, never, ever finished up with the, the black belt grading like tradition where you got to go in front of the grading committee on the province and stuff. I had all my points done and had my paperwork signed and all that, but I just never ended up uh, going because COVID kind of happened and kind of threw that all off. And yeah. and then I didn't register for judo. And then I was out here for school and doing martial arts. So I just left it. And that's it. That's it. That's, Listen, guys, it's been awesome know. with you. I want to get one more thing out though. So um, do you guys have, like who's who's somebody that you guys want to plug out right now and and shout out to that you might not have that's been I know you said that judo and Happy Valley Goose Bay has done some really good things for the youth the community. Um, is there anybody else that you guys want to shout out to right now and say you know what thank you so much you you've you've kind of helped me along the way and I wouldn't be here without you type of thing right. <laughs> So yeah, most definitely. Uh, like Drew Hillier, he's like the head coach, and Jake Reed, uh, they both have put so much time and effort into working with us, and they're both flying out to be our uh, cornermen and our coaches for the event. And me personally, I just like to thank my mom and my dad for being so supportive. Nice, shout out to mom and dad. I like it. That's mom and dad, Samson. All right, they'll be there at the fight or what? Are they? Are they? Yeah. They're gonna have to fly down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're flying in from Labrador. My mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle Chris, um, his wife. Uh, I think that's it for fam my family that's gone. They all got super ringside seats for okay. the two of us. <laughs> sweet. I like that. I like that. But, you know, they're probably used to flying anywhere anyways in Labrador. You kind of got to fly just to go anywhere, right? Oh. So, Yeah, my mom and my uncle Chris both came out to – uh, British Columbia when I went out to Canada Games because they wanted to see me compete there too. Beautiful. Owen, anybody uh, want to right now, buddy? I just want to say thank you to Drew Hilliard and Jake Reed again for pushing us to our limits and showing us that that this is possible. Um, and same thing, they're flying up with us and I couldn't be happier with the team that I got. Um Mom and dad as well, they they supported me the whole time through both wrestling and this whole MMA dream. And dad would be coming up, but uh, mom would be pacing the whole time watching. So, Yeah, 100%, 100%. My mom never watched any of my fights. She refused to. She's like, I can't do it. That's my baby. So um, I think my dad almost had a heart attack every time I fought there. Some guy walked up to him and gave him a drink one time. He's like, that's your son in there? He's like, yeah. He's like, I think you need this more than I do, pal. <laughs> so, 
Uh, but again, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys, and thank you for coming on to uh, to the podcast and and uh, you know breaking it down for us a little bit. You guys have an awesome day. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having us. Okay, guys.